0: This is the Legal Hands to the Face podcast with Bill Calarulo. What's up, everybody? What's up? Welcome back to another Legal Hands to the Face podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bill Calarulo. We've had some great shows over the last few weeks with some awesome guests. Today, you just have your boy. But man, did we have some great shows the last few weeks with those guests. If you haven't already checked them out, we had Harry Mays, formerly of 97.5 The Fanatic. We recently had Johnny Marks of the Marks and Re Show for WIP, and most recently, Barrett Brooks, former Super Bowl winner, former Philadelphia Eagle, current analyst for NBC Sports Philly. Check out those episodes if you haven't already. They were awesome, and guys, we are just getting started with the content and the guests. The season is less than nine weeks away. Training camp is right around the corner and we have some awesome things planned. So if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, hit that subscribe button. If you're on YouTube, be sure to subscribe, Facebook, give us a like, give us a follow. And I say this every week, we update the podcast weekly, but we are posting daily content to our social media channels. So head on over to Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, And now threads. A lot of you are probably on threads. We are as well. Be sure to head on over. Give us a like. Give us a follow. And if you're feeling up to it, give us a share. The more Eagles fans we can reach, the better. And guys, like I said, I have some big things planned headed into this season. It's going to be a great year. I can't wait to see this team. And I can't wait to continue to grow this show and share it with all of you. Love the support. Let's keep it going. Good show planned today. I want to get a little bit into the NBA Cup, that ridiculous joke that was announced this past weekend and what I think that means for the NFL. We'll also do a few players that I'm excited to see for 2023 and what I expect from them. But before we do, guys, let's go our Eagles trivia of the day. I will give you the answer at the end of the show. Everybody knows or should know that Reggie White is the Philadelphia Eagles all-time leader in sacks. But who comes in at number two? Don't Google it. If you're following along on YouTube or Facebook, comment below. Who do you think is number two all-time in sacks for the Philadelphia Eagles? But let's get into this ridiculous NBA Cup. If you were following along, the NBA, whose regular season means absolutely nothing. We saw it this year with the Miami Heat being the eighth seed, making it all the way to the NBA Finals are trying to do things to make their regular season matter. So they implemented an NBA Cup for this upcoming season. They broke teams into six different conferences. They're going to play games that do count towards the regular season standings, except for the championship game. The championship game will not count towards regular season standings or regular season stats. Guys, what this is is just showing That the NFL has the best product out there, and the reason the NFL has the best product out there is because every game matters. By only having a 17-game regular season, every single week matters in the NFL. It is a week-to-week league. We've all been there. The Eagles win one week. They're going to the Super Bowl. They lose the next week. We want the head coach fired. That is the beauty of the NFL, and the NFL should take a lesson from what the NBA had to do stop expanding the regular season. You already extended it from 16 to 17. You know they're going to go from 17 to 18. They they want that even amount of home and away games. I'm okay with that, but it has to stop there. There's been discussion that they want to go all the way up to a 20-game regular season. I think that is a disaster for several reasons. Number one, injuries. It's already a miracle that these players are able to play 17 games and the playoffs. You implement a 20-game regular season and then the playoffs, not only are guys going to get injured, their careers are going to be even shorter. I don't like it at all. But then as a fan, it's going to dilute the product. It is going to dilute the product. We see it already in a 17-game season. Teams that clinch before the last one or two games of the regular season are resting players. Could you imagine in a 20-game season if teams have their division or conference clinched with four or five games to go and they start resting players? Do you want to watch four meaningless games at the end of a season with one team resting all their players? It would dilute the product. NFL, don't do it. Look at this ridiculousness the NBA had to create. Let's stay at an 18-game schedule. I'm okay with that, but anything more than that. You also claim you care about player safety in the NFL, you don't care about player safety. If you're implementing a 20-game season and you're already requiring these guys to play Thursday night games on short rest, put your money where your mouth is. Let's start protecting these players, making their careers longer, and keeping the game as good as it is at 18 Guys, if you're following along on YouTube or Facebook, comment below. What do you think? Obviously, you're a big Eagles fan, you're a big NFL fan, or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. But that doesn't mean more games is necessarily better. Comment below. Tell me what you think. Are you okay with the NFL stopping at 18 regular season games, or do you think more is better? I would disagree with you. Leave me a comment below. But let's get into the 2023 season. I am so excited to see this Philadelphia Eagles team. It's amazing that coming off of that Super Bowl loss, a lot of people thought this may have even been a step-back year for the Eagles with all the free agents they had, with the players that they may have lost. And Howie Roseman does it again, replenishing this roster. I am ecstatic to see what this offense can do. There's some question marks on that defense. That's what's going to have to really carry the day. Can the defense step in losing their defensive coordinator? Whether you were a fan of Jonathan Gannon or not, they're going to have a whole new defensive scheme, a new defensive coordinator, and a lot of new players. Can they be as good as they were last year? That's what really made last year's team so damn good, is not only did they have an unstoppable offense, they had a defense that got after the quarterback and made it really difficult on opposing offenses. We'll see what happens this year but one of the defensive players that's coming back for his 12th season with the Eagles, defensive tackle, Fletcher Cox. Really amazing how long this guy has been an Eagle. He's number seven all time in games played with 173 games. He trails only David Akers and a few other guys, but if he has 17 game season this year, he will move into the top three. The reason he won't move into the top is because there's another two veterans on this team, Brandon Graham and Jason Kelsey, who both played more games than Fletcher Cox. So if Fletcher Cox stays healthy, Brandon Graham stays healthy, and Jason Kelsey stays healthy, all three of those guys will move into the top three most games ever played by a Philadelphia Eagle. It's really incredible. You also look, my trivia question today was, who's number two in sacks? Well, I'll give you the answer shortly. But Fletcher Cox, number five all-time in sacks for the Philadelphia Eagles organization. He's made six Pro Bowls. Eagles bring him back this year on a one-year, $10 million deal. I've seen some fans and some talk show hosts saying they don't like that the Eagles are spending so much on Cox. I completely disagree. His cap hit going into this season is number 28. Out of all defensive tackles in the league, I don't think you can name 15 defensive tackles that are better than Fletcher Cox, let alone 27 of them. And he's not going to be required to be an every down defensive tackle this year. Eagles have a lot of depth there with Jordan Davis going into year number two, Milton Williams going into year number three, and the new addition of Jalen Carter out of the University of Georgia. This defensive tackle position is stacked, and Fletcher Cox can still play. Last year. 14 quarterback hits, seven sacks, seven tackles for loss, and one forced fumble. And the amazing thing is those seven sacks are the most sacks Fletcher Cox has had since 2018. So he's coming off one of the best years of his career, and the Eagles are not going to ask a lot of him this year. He's going to be rotating through on that defensive tackle position. I think he's going to have another solid year for this team, and he's going to provide great leadership to the young guys, Jordan Davis, Milton Williams, and especially Jalen Carter on how to be a pro in this league. I am really looking forward to seeing what Fletcher Cox can do this year. If you're following along on social media, leave a comment below. What are you hoping to see out of Fletcher Cox this year? And are you happy the Eagles brought him back for his 12th season? Let's jump over to that offensive side of the ball. Landon Dickerson, all pro, well, not an all pro yet, Pro bowler, left guard. I'm hopeful he's going to have an all-pro season in 2023. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. But he's entering his third year with the Eagles. Another great draft pick by Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman takes him in the second round in 2021. The only reason why Dickerson was available in the second round is he was coming off of an injury. And what this guy has done in two seasons with the Eagles is remarkable. You've seen him get better every single week. He makes his first Pro Bowl last season. And that left side of the line is stacked for the Eagles for hopefully years to come with Jordan Maialata at left tackle, Landon Dickerson at left guard. I mean, these guys are able to just move people when in the running game. Last year, the Philadelphia Eagles set a team record in rushing touchdowns for a season. And they had the third most in NFL history. And that has a big part because of what Landon Dickerson and that offensive line can do. I think, like I said a few seconds ago, this is going to be an all-pro year for Landon Dickerson. He's going to be one of the best guards in the NFL. Another year of experience under his belt. Another year at Stoutland University with Jeff Stoutland. Landon Dickerson, you heard it here, will have an all-pro season. And speaking of all pros, let's jump back over to that defensive side of the ball, a guy who had an unbelievable regular season and playoffs, local guy, Hassan Reddick. What a season Hassan Reddick had last year. Local kid, grew up in Camden, went to Haddon Heights High School, had no offers coming out of high school for Division I schools, walks on at Temple works his way onto that team, becomes one of the best defensive players in the nation, and is a first-round draft pick. A really remarkable story. And you look at his 2022 season, his first season with the Philadelphia Eagles, he makes his first Pro Bowl, he becomes a second-team All-Pro, having 16 sacks, which was second in the NFL, 26 quarterback hits. That is even more remarkable of a stat. 26 quarterback hits and 11 tackles for loss, and five forced fumbles. What a season he had. He really should have been in the defensive defensive player of the year conversation. He's the first player ever to have double-digit sacks for three straight teams in three straight seasons, but for whatever reason, Hassan Reddick still does not get respect around the NFL as one of the best defensive players in the league, and I don't understand why And you talk about Howie being Howie. What a deal they signed Hassan Reddick to last year. Three years, $45 million. Going into this season, his cap hit is only $7.2 million. To put that into perspective, T.J. Watt's cap hit for the Pittsburgh Steelers, $29 million. Howie is the man. Hassan Reddick, one of the best rushers in the league, has a $7.2 million cap hit. And T.J. Watts at $29 million. This is why the Eagles are able to bring in some of these other players, be able to bring back some of these veterans, and afford to play a guy like Jalen Hurts, a record-setting contract. Just a great job. But I expect even more big things from Hassan Reddick this season. I don't know if he's going to surpass the sack total he had last year because there's a lot of other guys on this team, but he's going to create a lot of pressure. I'm excited to see Nolan Smith, a young guy, learn from Hassan Reddick. You still have Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham on the edge. This defensive line should be able to get after it again. They set a record last year for the most sacks in team history. Let's see if they can do it again. Staying on that defensive side of the ball, if you've been listening to me, you know one of the areas of concern that I have is the linebacker position. We've talked about N'Kobe Dean at length. The Eagles bring in a guy on a one-year deal, Nicholas Morrow from the Chicago Bears. A little bit small. He's six feet, 216 pounds. But we need this guy to step in and really replace T.J. Edwards as that tackling machine on that defense. He was undrafted in 2017. He signed with the Raiders. They were in Oakland at the time. He played in four years with the Raiders. He played in almost every single game. He only missed two games over four years, totaling 230 tackles. But the injury bug bit him in 2021. He had a season-ending ankle injury that required surgery. But he bounced back big. He comes back in 2022, signs with the Chicago Bears on a one-year deal. He plays in all 17 games, has a career-high 95 tackles. So I think the Eagles are, are hoping he's going to step in and he's going to be that weak side linebacker, really replacing Kazeer White's position. But I think you got to hope that Nicholas Morrow's going to be a tackling machine. You also have Nicobe Dean. I've talked about him at length. Can he play at the NFL level? We will see. But Nicholas Morrow is a guy who I think has to be a starter on this team. You don't have a lot of depth at that position outside of N'Kobe Dean. You still have Sean Ellis and Davion Taylor. If you heard Johnny Marks on the podcast last week, he talked about how a lot of guys, Dave Zingaro, Elliot Shore, parks are talking about how at OTAs, Sean Ellis really stood out. Well, OTAs, that's great. I'm glad he's standing out, but we got to see him do it in full pads when, when teams are going live against opposing guys who are trying to take your head off. Can Sean Ellis be that guy? We will see, but someone has to step up to replace the two starters that the Eagles lost this offseason. Let me know what your thoughts are. Do you like the signing of Nicholas Morrow? Pretty low risk, only one year, 1.15 million. But do you think he can step in and replace those two starting linebackers the Eagles lost? Comment below. Another interesting position battle this year going into training camp is going to be the punter. Aaron Sipos is coming back for his third season. In two years, he doesn't have a bad average. 44.7 yards a punt, but he's been very inconsistent, and we saw what that can do in Super Bowl 57, that really low line drive punt to Cardarius Toney that changed the entire complexion of that game. So the Eagles go out and they sign some competition. They bring in an undrafted rookie, Ty Zetner out of Kansas State, who had a pretty good season in 2022 for Kansas State. He had 59 punts with an average of 43.4 yards. This is going to be an interesting training camp battle. Who do they go with? That punting position, you've heard it before. The NFL is a field position game. It's all about field position. And no no more player is more important to your field position than your punter. If you're able to not only kick the ball far, but pin teams inside that 10-yard line, That goes a long way to winning football games. You make teams have to go 90, 95 yards on drives. The statistics are always in your favor that most likely they are not going to put up points. So this punter position is an extremely important position for this team. A lot of of times fans and even coaches forget this is a three-phase game, the NFL. It's not only offense and defense, but it's also special teams. The Eagles special teams was a really a unit outside. They were so good last year, the Philadelphia Eagles. But the one unit that wasn't very good was the special teams unit. I was surprised they brought back special teams coordinator Michael Clay. I've said before, I think the only reason they did it was because Nick Siriani did not want to have to replace all three coordinators. They had already lost Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator. They already lost Jonathan Gannon, the defensive coordinator. I don't think he wanted to have to deal with the culture impact of replacing all three coordinators. So they bring back Michael clay. He better get his act together. And an area to do that is to improve the punting this year. So that's a, that's a training camp battle to keep your eye on. Is it going to be Aaron Sippus or Ty Zetner? We all fell in love with Aaron Sippus last year when he got hurt in that giants game. And he told the New York fan that he was a piece of shit or whatever, he, whatever he said to him, but we all fell in love with him. But can he beat out rookie Ty Zetner? We will see. Leave a comment below. Who do you think wins that punt battle? All right, Now I'm going to give you the answer to that trivia question. See if you guys got it right. So we know Reggie White is the all-time Eagles leader in sacks. But who is number two? And this may surprise you. Give you the number first. Number 58 from the Andy Reid era. Can you guess it? It is Trent Cole, with 85 and a half sacks, that was a guy who could really get after the quarterback, a great draft pick, was not a high pick, went later rounds, really worked his way up, improved his craft, and became an awesome pass rusher in this league. Trent Cole, hopefully you guys got it right. But guys, as always, I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. We're going to keep coming every single week. I got some big things planned, so make sure you're subscribed. Appreciate it. And as always, Go Birds!